Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 286 of our journey. In Mark 10, Jesus begins his final journey into Jerusalem. He is again tested by the teachers of the law, this time with a question about divorce. Jesus responds, not by quoting from the tradition of the elders, but rather by returning to the book of Genesis and the very first marriage. Later, people were bringing their children to Jesus, and he welcomed them, telling the crowds that the kingdom of God belongs to those that receive it as a little child. Jesus continues to preach this upside-down kingdom when James and John request a position of honor in his kingdom. Jesus tells the disciples that the one that wants to be great in the kingdom must be a servant. In Mark 11, Jesus enters Jerusalem. He is welcomed and praised by crowds who are excited to see the son of David entering the city. After entering the city, Jesus enters the temple and drives out the merchants who are buying and selling. The temple is to be a house of prayer. Jesus is again questioned by the experts in the law. And again, Jesus answers in a way that avoids the responses that they expect and silences them. Join me in Mark 10 and 11. Worship Jesus as the true Messiah. Mark 10. Then Jesus left that place and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan River. Again crowds gathered to him, and again, as was his custom, he taught them. Then some Pharisees came, and to test him they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, He wrote this commandment for you because of your hard hearts. But from the beginning of creation, he made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. In the house, once again, the disciples asked him about this. So he told them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Now people were bringing little children to him for him to touch, but the disciples scolded those who brought them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, he placed his hands on them, and blessed them. Now, as Jesus was starting out on his way, someone ran up to him, fell on his knees, and said, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. 
You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. The man said to him, Teacher, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. As Jesus looked at him, he felt love for him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell whatever you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But at this statement, the man looked sad and went away sorrowful, for he was very rich. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished at these words. But again Jesus said to them, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. They were even more astonished and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Peter began to speak to him, Look, we have left everything to follow you. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, there is no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive in this age a hundred times as much homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, fields, all with persecution, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. They were on the way, going up to Jerusalem. Jesus was going ahead of them, and they were amazed. But those who followed were afraid. He took the twelve aside again, and began to tell them what was going to happen to him. Look, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and experts in the law. They will condemn him to death, and will turn him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him severely, and kill him. Yet, after three days, he will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him and said, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. He said to them, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Permit one of us to sit at your right hand and the other at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I experience? They said to him, We are able Then Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink, and you will be baptized with the baptism I experience. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to give. It is for those for whom it has been prepared. Now, when the other ten heard this, they became angry with James and John. Jesus called them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And those in high positions use their authority over them. But it is not this way among you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve 
and to give his life as a ransom for many. They came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho. Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the road. When he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many scolded him to get him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man and said to him, Have courage, get up, he is calling you. He threw off his cloak, jumped up, and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied, Rabbi, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has healed you. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the road. Mark 11. Now, as they approached Jerusalem, near Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go to the village ahead of you. As soon as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord needs it and will send it back here soon. So they went and found a colt tied at a door outside in the street and untied it. Some people standing there said to them, What are you doing untying that colt? They replied as Jesus had told them, and the bystanders let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus, threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Both those who went ahead and those who followed kept shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our Father! Hosanna in the highest! Then Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. And after looking around at everything, he went out to Bethany with the twelve, since it was already late. Now the next day, as they went out from Bethany, he was hungry. After noticing in the distance a fig tree with leaves, he went to see if he could find any fruit on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Then they came to Jerusalem. Jesus entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying in the temple courts. He turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Then he began to teach them and said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have turned it into a den of robbers. The chief priests and the experts in the law heard it, and they considered how they could assassinate him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed by his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Jesus said to them, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. If someone says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, 
and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. For this reason, I tell you, whatever you pray and ask for, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you your sins. They came again to Jerusalem. While Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the experts in the law, and the elders came up to him and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority to do these things? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or from people? Answer me. They discussed with one another, saying, If we say, from heaven, he will say, Then why did you not believe him? But if we say, from people, they feared the crowd, for they all considered John to be truly a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Then Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.